You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues, Gina and Margie, from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 576, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. If you're looking to reschedule or to book a trip, one of our agents will be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Contact us today. So I'd like to start off this episode by thanking our listeners for enduring 2020 with us and helping keep our lives happier by allowing us to share Disney with them. Um, I know that this podcast has been a bright spot for us for each week, and we hope that it's been the same for them. Some big news this week out of Disney, the Beach Club and the Wilderness Lodge have reopening dates. Both of those have been open since June for the DVC members, but now they will be open to all guests for the Beach Club starting May 30th and for the Wilderness Lodge starting June the 6th. My assumption is they're giving a week to break one in and then the other. I'm not sure, but there's a week between. And also, if you are planning on going to All-Star, it is now being pushed back to March 22nd, the original reopening date was february the 9th unfortunately they've pushed it back so if you were supposed to check in at all-star movies before march 22nd you will want to contact disney and let them know or contact your travel agent and let them do that for you or you can wait for the email from disney to get it changed but you need to do that so you have a place to stay when you get there now when they do that do they give you the same price and just upgrade your hotel that's what they were doing before yeah they don't because remember the one that I had upgraded from Caribbean Beach to Animal Kingdom? It was, okay. um, it took like a week for them to like drop the charges down to what, what they had already paid, but they did. They made it completely even. Okay. That's what I thought. I mean, it's not your fault. You booked something right. that they said was going to be open. It's not open, so they need to figure out a way to to help you out there, so... Just making sure. Maybe they'll get a good spot. Hopefully. So Disney confirmed that the return of the Festival of the Arts booths and entertainment is coming back. There's going to be 15 food stations that will return, or food studios, sorry. The Citrus Blossom is sticking around for its third festival, which has kind of become an Epcot favorite. All of the Disney entertainment that's returning was announced, including Art Defying Gravity, that will have live performances inside the World Showplace. Unfortunately, Broadway performances will not be returning to this festival, but you will be able to catch Voices of Liberty and Mariachi Cobre. The Flower and Garden Festival dates were announced for March 3rd through July 5th, 2021. It will feature more than 20 food locations throughout Epcot. Disney has announced that the Spike the Bee will return and the topiaries that will be available for viewing and the entertainment will be announced a little later. And as soon as we find out what the list of entertainment is, we will let you know. What's Spike the Bee? So here is Spike the Bee. 
Oh yeah. Okay. I know who that is. Okay. He is a sipper cup, but it also says he has his own spork. Really? Interesting. That's fun. I'm not sure why you need your own spork, but he actually looks a little bit scary. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is a bee. He's cute. He like, he looks so familiar. I'm trying to think of what cartoon. Is he on like a Mickey Mouse mini short? I think he almost resemble, resembles that bird. Yeah, he. they have the another bird. picture where they're together. Hold on. I'll see if I can the find one. Bird. But this is a, this picture is from somebody on eBay who's charging $45 for him. I don't Holy think cow. that's what he's going to cost. Whoa. No. He'll probably be, what, don't they usually go for like $24.99? No. Something like that. Much. See? Oh, yeah. He's cute. If you have that orange bird, you need Spike the Bee. Spike the bee. <laughs> He's a cutie. Maybe you can get a spike drink. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was thinking that's why they were calling him Spike the Bee, but <laughs> right? I don't know. Um, the rise of the resistance boarding group times have changed yet again. It is almost just as hard to keep up with that <laughs> as it is. The opening and closing, right? <laughs> happening. Like, oh my gosh. The distribution times are changing for when you can access the virtual boarding passes. The times were 7 a.m. and 2 p.m. for guests that had a park pass to Hollywood Studios for that day. And on Sunday, December 20th, the virtual times will look a little different. The 7, 8 a.m. time will remain. However, the second virtual boarding pass time will be at 1 p.m., an hour ahead of what it used to be. They are doing this in advance of park hopping beginning on January 1st. But just a reminder, if you're planning on doing the park hopper and want to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding group, Hollywood Studios must be the first park you visit that day. Which I would almost, like if you're planning on going to Hollywood Studios, I was thinking about this when they announced the park hoppers. You should just do Hollywood Studios first because I don't know how much you're going to be able to park hop over at Hollywood Studios. Well, and like Vicki and I were talking about, and my husband actually just asked me this about our trip, if I got park hoppers, there's really no reason to because you can't, especially the first few months of the year, you can't go until two o'clock and most of the parks close either at six or seven. So, and Animal Kingdom closes at five. So, if yeah, you're yeah. going to do park hopping, you need to do that one in the morning and then right. yeah. park hop and to then another. Maybe in the evening because it's open until seven. Right. See, that's the only reason why I would do park hopper because you could stay in the parks longer. So, you would go to Animal Kingdom first. And since it closes early, then you would go, you would park hop to one that closes later. But the latest, so they, go ahead. You're saying that you cannot. Um, park hop until two o'clock. Until two o'clock. That's what like it you said. just stay at your park until two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And and it, and they're advising that you check with like guest relations or something to make sure that you're going to have an opening because like you had said stuff on one of the shows. What happens mm-hmm. if you go to that park and they're full? Then you try to come back to your original park and it's full. So you, if you check with guest relations, they'll be able to tell you. So I kind of think when they're ha- if you have the park hopper, they need to know 
who's going to be at the, which one are they going to first, which one's second? That would let them know the crowd a little bit better. They always need to make like some kind of like a reservation system for the park hopper. Like, you know, you could be on the list of park hop at two o'clock to Epcot or whatever. That would make more sense. I kind of feel like they're going to find that out quickly. Yeah. Yeah, But I wonder if they're also going to let that capacity go a little bit because they don't technically have to keep the capacity that low. They've been approved to have a capacity higher. They're just not doing it yet. So I wonder if they're just going to say like, well, I mean, if it, if it raises a little bit, it raises a little bit. It's not the, I know know Florida has, I saw it today that, uh, the governor has released them to open back up at full capacity if they wanted. Oh my gosh. Full capacity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he had said that a few months ago, but they said they had to file the CDC. Florida is completely open. Like, all the restaurants are back to 100%, except for Disney. I did see where Disney is thinking about going to 75% capacity in their restaurants, but I don't know when. They probably want to do that to recoup some money. I want to know what their numbers are. Like, what are they really allowing in the parks? Because they're not releasing that. And with the capacity, okay, so it's 30, if they hit 35% capacity, are they like keeping track of when people leave or once it gets 35% reservation, whether you come or whether you leave? Does that make sense? Like, well, I think now they're going to have to keep track of both if, if, they're they're doing, if they're doing park hoppers. Because then it's like, oh, there's an opening at Hollywood Studios. Let's grab it. And then you can head over to Hollywood Studios kind of thing. Right. I don't like think if somebody there's ever leaves, going like to goes be... through the turntable to leave the park. Not sure that that's going to happen at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, because that's been the busiest one the whole time. See, and I'm like, I'm like you, Margie. If I if I'm going to Hollywood Studios, it would be for the whole day. Yeah, for the whole day. Well, and I would just go there at the very beginning. Okay, so is the seven eight going back to the virtual queue? Is the seven eight a.m. time still available? to do off property like in your hotel room in your hotel room yes yes and if you want some extra help you could always ask your travel agent i did it for one of my people i woke up at 6 55 yeah 6 55 or would it be 5 55 my time because i'm in texas your time. yes and i That's helped dedication. her try to get so she had like an extra person on her side trying to get her boarding passes. Like I was in her, my Disney experience, I was refreshing the same time that she was refreshing. And so she was able to get a boarding pass. And I thought that was really cool. Like I could help her get a boarding pass when I'm here in Texas right. and she's in Florida. So, I mean, if you don't have a travel agent, you could also reach out to friends. They should, I mean, they could be like a really good friend to wake up that early for you. But <laughs> I'm always up that early, so... I was going to say, I just thought that was really fun that you could do that. And um, speaking of the virtual queue, hopefully like there was a fear that like um, that why can't I annual annual pass holders were waking up, seeing if they could get get a virtual pass. But they still had to have a reservation for that day. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But they were like waking up, having a reservation, seeing if they could get a uh, a ticket or whatever, a boarding pass. And then if they didn't, they canceled their reservation and just didn't go to Hollywood studios that day. Hmm. Or, or if they did, they went, but I don't think that's going to work 
for them during Christmas because it's been packed for a while. Yeah. Unless they raise the numbers again, which is possible. For Christmas, if they up the capacity. Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. Everybody's been doing it. Everybody's speculating that it's going to be close to normal for Christmas Day, which. Gosh, that's a lot of people. Mm hmm. I don't know that it will be that high only because, again, we do Some not. Some of the resorts still aren't open. Well, and we don't have the people traveling from other countries. There, mm-hmm. When we're there, yeah. there's always, always, always a yeah. lot of people from Canada and the UK and mm-hmm. Asia. Um, I don't know too much about like Africa or anything like that, but there's always a lot of people from all those places. And there's a lot of Latin Americans too that are from, the, you know, that come. From South America. Yeah. All right, so here is the new 2021 offer that's coming out. Guests that book a four-night, three-day room and ticket package at select Disney resorts on most nights between January 8th through September the 25th, 2021, will receive an additional two days of theme park tickets. That is a good deal, people. This is an amazing deal. That you didn't know. an awesome deal. This offer becomes available starting January 5th. So if you are interested, you should reach out to one of us so we can help you get your trip booked to the happiest place on earth. Yeah, you need to get like all the details set right now. So on January 5th, you can- And you can actually book now with one of us. Oh, yeah. The whole price. And then when it comes available, we will be able to snag it for you and adjust everything. Correct. Yep. True, true. I've already done that this weekend. <laughs> and things don't sell out. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, there is like a limited, there's a limited capacity. Like, right. There's only so many resort rooms that are available for this deal. Yeah, it's yep. just like it is when they do free dining. Yep. And it's the same thing too, where you could always cancel. So if, it, if you're on the right. fence, hmm, I wonder if I'm, I want to go or not, go ahead and get the deal put your $200 down and then cancel if you decide you don't want you to go. You still get the $200 back. And you're and they're still letting you as of right now. They're still giving you extra time to pay yep. on it. I think still up to 7 days, right? I believe. I'm not I think positive. It's 7 days before you travel. So the electrical water pageant outside of Magic Kingdom on the lake has returned. Yay! I'm so happy to see things returning. It's just <laughs> a good feeling. <laughs> It returned to the Seven Seas Lagoon on Sunday, December 20th. We know this will make a lot of you nostalgic Disney friends very happy as Gina just did her little happy dance over there. (laughs) A few changes have been made to the barges. The water pageant has been gone since the park closed in March because of our wonderful non-friend COVID. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to... I'm going to try and catch it the first night that we're there. Um, our plane comes in at like 6.30, I think. And I saw one line, it was between 8 and 10, so. Yay! I'm hoping we'll be able to catch it, since we'll be right there. All right, we have an update on the Morocco Pavilion. Last week, a lot of the Morocco Pavilion was closed while Disney assumed operations of the restaurant and merchandise locations. The merch shop, so Gal Margarum on the main walkway has reopened. The stores inside the pavilion remain closed at this time. The restaurant Marrakesh and Mandarian Cafe 
still remain closed. Biosphere Table has reopened after a brief closure with a brand new small plates menu. Just a reminder, the Moroccan Pavilion closed because of the third party that owned it has transferred the rights over to Disney. Which is a good thing. It's just that it's taking a little while, I guess, for it to transfer Paperwork over. Paperwork and stuff, yeah. And then to get it reopened. Yeah. yeah. I do love that pavilion. Me too. It's one of my favorites. I always go it in. Uh, one, of the sh- one of the shops has the mint tea. Oh, so mm. good. It just reminds me, I lived in Turkey when I was in fourth and fifth grade, and it just kind of reminds me of that feel. So it's I kind didn't of know fun. that, Margie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. She told us that when we were doing the Christmas recording last mm-hmm. week. Yep. I lived in Turkey. She said, it just sounds fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is cool. I mean, it's, not too many people can say that, right? No, not many at all. <laughs> and I was born in Spain. Did you know that? No, no I did not. I know that one either. <laughs> I always thought I was Spanish, but I'm clearly not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am so not Spanish, <laughs> but I took French in high school. I was like, I'm not learning Spanish. I live in Texas. Why do I need to know Spanish? Because you live in Texas. Exactly. Right. Like, I was not very smart in high school. I should have taken Spanish, but it's fine. Okay, well, the Swan Reserve is set to open in July 2021. This is what, this is the place that we were upset about the name choice, right? Yes. Were yes. they thinking of calling it like the Cove? Yeah, something, something like that. Like, mm-hmm. So much cooler. Okay, but um, the Swan Reserve is set to open in July 2021. The media got a preview of the rooms this week. This is why I need to work with the media. Me too. Come on. Same. The rooms all contain floor-to-ceiling windows and sleek modern designs in both the standard rooms, suites, and the presidential suite. The view from these rooms is breathtaking. I would only imagine it would be. This resort is in conjunction with the Swan and Dolphin Resorts and are owned by Marriott and are on Crescent Lake. They are right next to Epcot and you can pick a friendship boat to get you there or walk on the sidewalk to get over to Epcot. It's just confusing having it called the Swan Reserve. Like when you say I'm staying at Swan or like which, which one? The, 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 the reserve, the leftover space. <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. No, oh, you know what I was thinking of when I heard it? I was thinking like literally a swan reserve. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so pretty too. So I, I think they would have been better off with the cove because it kind of looks like when the sun hits it, it looks like the water's rippling on the building itself. I know that because they had already put some of it on there when I was there in October. So you can well, see Well, the it. cove just makes me think of Ariel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they missed their bet. They should just check with us first. I know. Right. Come on. <laughs> so we have a virtual queue update. If you're planning to visit the world of Disney soon, there is a line to get into the store. You may want to join a virtual queue. Um, they used to have you sign up for a virtual queue by giving your phone number to a cast member. But now there's actually a QR code. There's QR codes for everything now. Mm-hmm. Our kids have to use the bathroom and use a QR code. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, you scan a QR code and sign in. They can be found all over Disney Springs, not just by the world of Disney. So you can scan yourself in and then they'll let you know when you can come to the store and get in when it's your turn. 
which I'm kind of glad because I felt like there wasn't a whole lot of control of the crowds. It wasn't horrible, but there was obviously more people than there should have been in that store when we were there in October. That was probably the most crowded area that we were the whole time we were there. Okay, so about a month or so ago, we told you about that creepy clown slide <laughs> that was going up, going to be removed from the boardwalk pool. And this week, the new look was released. We have photo evidence of the replacement that features Mickey and friends, which is much more peaceful and, <laughs> and enjoyable to look at instead of that clown face. My gosh, the clown face is scary. I'm looking at it. Oh, you weren't on that episode. That's right. <laughs> it is so scary. And yeah, Isn't making it? friends would be so much better. Right. The sign actually said, did it say Keister Coaster? And it's supposed to say Keister? Or it said Keister Coaster, and it's supposed to be Keister Coaster. So mm -hmm. they, made a, they made a little mistake there. <laughs> Easy fumble. So that had to be fixed. <laughs> Gotta get rid of it. Okay, I'm so sad to report this because Me too. this was always something that my family did, but the mailboxes are gone from Main Street, USA. Cast members confirmed that the mailboxes would not be returning. There, there are still mailboxes in other parks for now, but that could change. What, what did you guys do with the mailboxes? We always sent postcards back home. They had their own post office and it would stamp it Main Street, Street USA. USA. Why are those gone? They just, don't they don't feel like they're necessary anymore. I guess they're not making any money from it. I mean, cause we're, you know, I don't think we bought the stamps there. I didn't. The first year that yeah. I went, I sent postcards to all my students. I think we did buy stamps there. Um, only because we had bought some in, at Castaway Key, but we used them all. But is it costing them money to have them? Does it cost? It's probably a person. Us? It's another person they have to pay to empty that a out. Third party. Yeah. <sighs> Sad. So the tiny building that was added to Kilimanjaro Safaris is for a new goat attraction <laughs> on the ride. Yes, okay. I said goat. So now we wonder no longer why Disney was building this little shack on the ride. They are Nigerian dwarf goats. And Animal Kingdom also had other types of goats at Rafiki's Planet Watch. I do like the dwarf goats. They are cute. So I guess that they, they've already researched this because it is Disney. But they seem pretty close to where the lions are to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? You would think the lions would be trying to sneak over there. And you might be dinner. seeing a little bit more of nature than just... <laughs> yeah. And, like, and goats are loud, so it's not like the... They can be quiet, the, yeah. The lions are going to hear that and be like, ooh. Dinner. That sounds great. <laughs> it's going to remind you of um, the movie Blended when he said, see, even in nature there are blended families. And then, then all of a sudden they eat the animal and they're all like... <gasps> I may have misread that situation. Well, going back to the Swan and Dolphin Resort, <laughs> January 16th and February 27th, they will be hosting a food and wine classic, A Taste of Swan and Dolphin, from 5.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. They will offer 10 food stations from their resort's award-winning restaurants, and there will be 50 beverage choices at 22 beverage stations. 
there will be live entertainment and unlimited food and beverage tastings. What? We should have done that for our anniversary. <laughs> unlimited? Is that when you're there? Oh, it's a ticketed yeah. price. I'm sure. I just wonder yes. how much that if ticket is. Through, yeah, if it's through February 27th, we don't leave home until the 22nd. Well, it's January 16th and February 27th. Oh, I gotcha. I was thinking through. No, it's just two days. You're right. So for sports fans, the Swan and Dolphin are going to be hosting the big game tailgate watch party on February 7th at 6 p.m. for the Super Bowl. Here's where I'm stupid. I didn't think that we were doing the Super Bowl because of COVID. I mean, everything else has been canceled. This event will start 30 minutes before the kickoff and last throughout the end of the game. There will be food from seven food station and unlimited craft beer and wine. Event only tickets are priced at $110 a person for the taste of Swan and Dolphin and for the big game tailgate party. They also have room and event packages starting at $359 per night, which includes two tickets to the event with it. So there you go, Margie. It's $110 a person, but it is unlimited food and beverage. Uh, $110 for unlimited food and beverages for like high class food and beverages. Is a good deal. That's a good deal. Like, that's actually a really good deal. <laughs> well, they're well, hoping you'll that... pass out after the first drink. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what's... I wouldn't be drinking. I would just be eating all the food, so... Right. The food yeah. and room package, that's a really good deal because you get two tickets in that mm-hmm. as well. So yep. that's only like, yeah. $130 for the hotel room for that yeah. night? Like, that's a good deal. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm is there like a limit of people that are coming? It didn't say. I wonder if it's already booked. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like it's got to be a popular event. That's really cool. Quickly. Yeah. I bet more to local people then. Good job, Swan and Dolphin. Floridian people. Getting people there. <laughs> Do more of those. We like that all yeah. you can eat, all you can <laughs> sample. Right? We talk about food a lot on the show. Yes, we do. But we wanted yeah, to say- Ash- Ashley told me, she said, y'all need to quit talking about food because it makes her hungry while she's at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're sorry. Hey, but going back to this all-you-can-eat thing, how are they doing that? Is it is it going to be a buffet, though? Because then I'm not going. No. But it has to be, like, order. people serving it. Yeah, it's individual yeah. booths. The way that it showed in pictures is like it's individual booths with little like serving tray little serving plates so it's almost like food and wine family style well i was thinking more like food and wine where they just hand you you can pick a plate up and go and then if you come back for more you just get a new plate oh okay um it's not like a buffet at all no i think buffets are going to be a thing of the past i hope so god forever <laughs> We reported that the Crystal Palace has reopened. It has loads of plexiglass, a prefix menu, and no characters. Which we is knew sad. That, I know, but we kind of knew it before it reopened, but mm-hmm. it seems to have saddened some of the guests who are hoping for a peek at the characters. You've chose um, an all-you-can-eat appetizer, an entree, and a dessert, and it's on a shared platter. Everyone that has reported on eating at the Crystal Palace reopening has said that the fried chicken is pretty good. We hope that we'll be able to check that one out. This meal is $39 a person, and the only all you can eat is the appetizers and dessert. Hmm. 
But see, the sneak peek with the characters, I think that they probably thought that because Cinderella, remember, she showed yeah. up and they got like a peek of her. So I don't blame mm -hmm. them for thinking that Disney might sneak in a Winnie the Pooh or Tigger. Or... Right. Yeah, even just having Winnie the Pooh come out and stand at it. I mean, they have character me they have character meals right opened they're right. just doing it from a distance right which is kind of what we're going to talk about next is one of the characters that are back chef mickey's has debuted a brand new menu but when chef mickey's reopened without characters their breakfast was an all you can eat um being delivered to your table for 25 dollars per person with the return of Chef Mickey and Friends, it is now $42 for adults, and kids ages 2 to 9 are $27. The restaurant is really set up well for the guests to see the characters and can get some amazing pictures. The menu is fruit, yogurt parfait, fritters, and the standard metal skillet with sausage, eggs, bacon, and Mickey waffles, of course. They also have loaded cheese casserole with a fried cheese Mickey head accent on top. <laughs> Celebration Mickey Funfetti pancakes. Which sound and, amazing. And mm -hmm. banana bread French toast. According to that. the YouTube videos, Chef Mickey's isn't quite as crazy as it was when it was a buffet. That's one of our favorite places. So are the characters back? Are yeah. the characters back at Chef yeah. Mickey's? So they're doing like Topoli, what is it? Topolina's Terrace that's at Grand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they're doing like that. Um, the way that they have the tables set out, they're like either to the wall or um, over to an open space, like a midway or whatever. And they just kind of walk through almost like it's a fashion show. Yeah. But I mean, it's re it's you're really close to them. You could just have your kid stand six feet, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And still get the right. them in the background if you wanted to. But you're to. still there seeing them. Right. You're just not touching them and hugging them and like they're not the doing the address i mean um the address they're not it's doing the autographs oh yeah You're but you get an autograph card correct with all of them the on it in a picture which i think is a nice touch yeah which you know what though like okay one the buffets at character meet and greets always stress me out as a mom because i'm always so afraid that when i go to the buffet with one of my kids or myself that is when the character is going to be at our table and I'm going to miss it. <laughs> like, but what's your thing about Chef Mickey's is because we had that happen, but the handlers made sure that if you were not at your table, when they came around, they would come back to your table. Yeah, but it still like stresses me out. So I'm like really excited for it not to be a buffet because I had no stress when I went to Ohana and right. it was family style and I could just sit at the table and wait for the character to come to me. Like, I don't know. So I hope that they keep it this way and that they don't bring back a buffet. I don't think and they when, will. I, and I'm, when you have somebody serving you and it's instead of, mom, I want more yes. this, mom, I want more right. this, and you have to keep getting up and you don't ever get yes. to your food. Like, no, no, I, I get to sit down and eat my food and enjoy yes. it. Yeah, because a buffet with small children is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. So, and um, why can't I think of it right now? But the place in Animal Kingdom, that place is not open yet. Tusker House. Tusker House. That one's still closed? Right. Okay. 
That is one of our favorites. Tomorrowland Terrace has reopened at the Magic Kingdom. They are serving the menu from the still-closed Columbia Harbor House. If you haven't eaten at Columbia Harbor House, oh, their food is so good. Their menu has fried shrimp, chicken tenders, fish, lobster roll, which is amazing, grilled shrimp skewers, grilled salmon, hush puppies, fries, and more. It really is like Disney's version of Captain D's. Vicky's family loves the lobster roll, as does Margie's family. <laughs> we love it so much. Um, if you have been to Disney, you know that Tomorrowland Terrace has a large area of outdoor covered seating. You can even get a beautiful view of the castle as you eat. Are they using Columbia Harbor House as a mass break area? I think I read that somewhere. Um, I thought Tomorrowland Terrace wasn't that a mm-hmm. mask that was, relief that station. That was where we went. I don't. It could have been Margie, but I don't. Or Gina, we didn't. Did Brad? Were they using the Columbia Harbor House for a relaxation station when we were there? Do you remember that? He can't remember that, and I don't. I don't even remember walking by it. So is Tomorrowland Terrace still going to be a relaxation station? I believe so because um, it's not any different when you're eating. You get to take your masks off. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure if they'll have separate areas so that there's a place for people to do the relaxation station or if they're going to count on the people for the eating only. I'm, they There wasn't a whole lot of talk about that this week. I was wondering that myself since they did open. Well, I'm glad that they're serving the food from Harbor House because it's seriously, we always go there. That's our counter service. Their grilled salmon's really good. And I've never tried that. But I do know their fish and their lobster roll are very tasty. All right, so breakfast is back at Woody's Lunchbox. One of you guys said that that was a place that you like to go. I can't remember what, I think it was Gina. Yeah. In Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios, Woody's is another breakfast option. But the menu is limited. So limited that it's one item. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, that's okay, because I won't eat it anyway. (laughs) Oh, that's right, because the food touches. That's hilarious. It's a breakfast bowl. It has wagon barrel potatoes smothered in smoked brisket, country gravy, scrambled eggs, and topped with diced green onions. It actually actually looked delicious. That sounds really good to me. That sounds really good to me. <laughs> At this mm. time, it is not known if this is just staying open for the busy holiday season or if this is going to stick around. So you will need to check before you get excited after Christmas. And get well, y'all it. can have mine. <laughs> right, we'll take it. We'll order a Done. big bowl for you and eat it. <laughs> the Magic Kingdom has opened a few more locations to grab breakfast from December 20th through January 2nd. We've got Friar's Nook, the launching pad, the Westward Ho. They're all going to be serving breakfast until 11 a.m. daily, which is great because they need they need more restaurants open. It's just yes, not very many options. The Mara at Animal Kingdom Jamba House is a quick service restaurant, and it's going to be open from 7.30 to 11.30 a.m. from December 23rd through January 2nd as well. This is most likely to accommodate Disney's busiest weeks, as we all know, are just right around the corner. Uh, We're going to let you know if it stays open later. At Coronado Springs, El Mercado de Coronado has reopened. The quick service restaurant is serving up hot breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The menu is downsized from what 
it normally is. The Elfdom is back. It is a holiday treat that you don't want to miss out on while you are at Disney. The dessert can be found at Captain Cook's at the Polynesian Resort. It is a vanilla dome cake with eggnog spice and white chocolate ganache. He will be around a little after Christmas because he does have to get back to the North Pole. Sounds good. Also at Captain Cook's, it has the Moana cupcake. Oh, this one sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm like, if it has coconut in it, I'm there. It, it is too. a white cupcake with coconut cream inside. It is topped with buttercream frosting, a sprinkling of shaved coconut, the heart of tafiti, made with green fondant, and a white chocolate Moana. It has a light coconut flavor and is not overwhelming. Moana has become a standard cupcake at Captain Cook's. If there isn't a specialty cupcake, then Moana will be there to fill your dessert needs. Mm, I may have to sneak over there. That's awesome. Watching uh, Stephanie's face when both of you guys were describing these desserts. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I love my sweets. Like I am all about the sweets. Coconut and eggnog, nog, gross. Both of those are out of my wheelhouse. I am not a fan. <laughs> and both of those sound amazing to me. So this is, okay, Thanks. when did Captain Cook's reopen? See, I can't keep track of all of these things. That one's been open for, for a while. while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's one of my favorite, um, Quick, serve. quick services because they have the pulled pork nachos it's so interesting mm, because like that. that that one would be open only because they're doing all that construction at the polynesian and they've got yeah. like three things open in there but well they have homemade potato chips with pulled pork nachos and like a mango salsa kind of thing on top of it they're so I wonder good how late they're open maybe chris and i can yeah. sit over there when we arrive he would like that <laughs> And go to Trader so good. go to Trader Sam's for the uh, yummy beverages they have there. And then you mm -hmm. go get a, a Dole Whip at the Polynesian. There you mm -hmm. go. Is that open? With See, we, <laughs> we always go to the Polynesian when we we don't stay there, but we go there. We do too. We do too. It's one of our favorite places. We will stay there eventually. Eventually, actually, I think that's where we're staying at in November. Girls Abby wanted to stay. Abby wanted to stay at grand floridian but then she changed her mind because she wants to go to ohana for breakfast on her birthday and hopefully it's open by then oh I goodness hope. so there's a brand new frozen citrus pomegranate slushy over in epcot you can find this at the moroccan pavilion it is sour like a shocker candy in a liquid form oh my gosh it's premix. it says it's a premix slushy that you can choose to add absolute mandarin vodka to it for just a little bit more money they said that the mandarin vodka may cut the tartness or you could get some ice cream to blend in with it because apparently the pomegranate made it really tart, tart like um, the girl who was tasting it was like making a pucker face, like she had sucked <laughs> a lemon. So you might definitely want to do that. When alcohol cuts the taste? What'd you say? <laughs> Probably I would with the, because it's like mandarin orange vodka, like it's got a flavor to it. I but don't know. I think the ice cream would probably cut it better than anything. Yeah. yeah, like for them to suggest that alcohol might actually cut the taste is kind of, I mean, that's normally the thing that makes you pucker. <laughs> 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 All right, so the Spaceship Earth Cookie got a makeover at Epcot for the holidays. You can find it at Holiday Hearth. It is still shaped like Spaceship Earth, 
but it's covered in red and white sugar. Um, Don's a sugar-shaped peppermint candy, as well as two sugar-shaped stockings at its base, like it has feet. Very cute. A little holiday twist to it. Over at La Cava in Epcot's Mexican Pavilion, they have a new version of an old-fashioned. It is made with Casa Noble, Sacada Tequila, Santa Teresa Rum, Glen Meringue Scotch, Knob Creek Bourbon, and Mixa Lote Liquor, which of course is corn liquor. It is served with bitters, a large ice cube, and a maraschino cherry. It is described as a strong and smooth by old-fashioned drinkers. They say you just have to try it to know how good it is. That almost sounds like a Long Island iced tea with all that crap in it. Well, it has so many liquors. It that, has so many I'd liquors. Be, I would be under the table. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Tequila, rum, scotch, <laughs> bourbon. Corn liquor. <laughs> just a scotch and the bourbon would be... Oof. I love oh. how you're like, and it's of course corn liquor. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I said that for oh. people who know alcohol. I don't know anything. <laughs> and old fashioned is very strong, but I, it was funny listening to you describe like what type of scotch is in it. What type? I'm like, uh, wow, this sound. This must be expensive because all I of those type, like I've never heard them. And <laughs> They are out of my price range. And how big is it? Is it probably just like an eight ounce glass? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You just drink it over ice. It's for rich oh, that's people. A lot. With a large ice cube. <laughs> so you don't even get that much. I mean, it's a lot of different types of liquor, but it's not a lot of liquor. True. I think actually the technical way to drink it would be with like ice, like the cold stones, so you don't water it down. Oh. It's look at you. Strong. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I am clearly not an old-fashioned drinker, so. (laughs) Over at Yosaki at Disney Springs, and if you are a pizza fan, they have something for you. It is a pizza bun. It is a bun filled with sausage, marinara, and cheese. And you know what it looked like? Bayo. (laughs) I was thinking it was going to look like, for some reason... (laughs) When it says pizza bun, I don't know why, but I just thought of Princess Leia hair buns. <laughs> like, <I don't> know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's a brand new tiki mug at the Polynesia. Polynesian Tambu Lounge is serving up a special new cup. The Citrus Surfer is being served in a collectible Trader Sam's tiki mug, and you have to buy the drink to get the mug. Don't worry. It's only thirty-two. Dollars. <laughs> oh my goodness! You're literally paying for the mug. I like the mug. I just wanted to know: can I get some diet soda in it? Right. <laughs> you, I'm thinking like forty-five dollars for that Spike the Bee mug sipper cup may not be that bad of a price. <laughs> You're paying thirty-two dollars for a tiki mug. Ooh, it's so crazy. And yet, we pay it. Because (laughs) we are crazy. (laughs) Next up, we have some Disney merch news, and we all know how we all love our Disney merchandise on this show. Oh my goodness. There is a new Alex and Ani bracelet for 2021. It has a blue charm with Mickey Mouse and 2021 on it. 
If you are a Pandora person more than an Alex and Ani fan, then the 2021 Mickey charm is out as well. It is a silver Mickey head with a cutout center and it has like a white and aqua blue stone on the top of the silver. If, that, if I can describe that, it's hard to, you have to envision it or look it up on Google. It has a 2021 in the center of it. So I kind of feel like I need to get that because I got the 2021 last year. I got my bracelet in 2019 and I'm kind of adding on every year. So I think I need They're to get just that one. a story to make you laugh, okay? A client of mine sent me this Mickey with this 2020 on it, right? Uh -huh. I have him sitting on my desk on a stand and every now and then without anybody touching it, he falls off. <laughs> it's like 2020. It's a sign. <laughs> uh, Disney Loungefly has now brought out their own collection of dogs and cats merchandise since Dooney and Burke released their reigning dogs and cats line. The Loungefly backpack of either the dogs or the cats can be purchased for $90 and the matching wallets can be purchased for $50. They're so cute. I mean, who, who wants they one? Anybody want they're, one of those dogs and cats? They're even carrying them at the lunchbox. Do you guys, do you guys have a lunchbox store there? Um, no, I usually order online no. from lunchbox. Yeah, they have a in lunchbox and they're so cute. And I did see on shop Disney where they now have, you know, the Jersey shirts the long yes. sleeve jersey shirts that have paw prints on them they're so cute <laughs> it makes you want to get them yes some tokyo merch has made it stateside this week some marie from the aristocrats ears are furry white with pink sequins inside the ears and a pink sequins bow there were also dalmatian ears spotted the dalmatian ears have a dalmatian spotted headband with black fuzzy ears with white sides. Another oh. pair of designer ears that were spotted were the bobble bar ears. The black ears are covered in crystals and they have a vibrant red bow in the center. Okay, how much are they? <laughs> that sounds expensive. I'm just saying, if, if they're, you know, the, the designer ears, are they like a grand, two grand? More I actually didn't, that. but I can look it up while you're doing that. Um, speaking before I go on, speaking of merch, I don't know if we've mentioned this Facebook group on here, ears for each other. I have. I've mentioned it before. Okay, because I just joined it, and now I want even more Disney merch <laughs> because of these dang cast members. Like they're so cute. It's a it's a if for those listeners who don't know what ears for each other is you guys need to go join it it is a facebook group for all of the laid off cast members and their side gigs that they're doing to try to make some dough but like they make the cutest stuff and i was like are you even kidding me now i need everything like they have fast pass night lights i bought them they have fast pass ornament. I want one. I have one. I, <laughs> I know. They're out of stock right now, but as soon as they go back in stock, I'm getting one. But anyways, <laughs> so if you want to see some really cute stuff, go to that Facebook group and Okay, so I looked up Bobble Bar ears. The ears are $78 and currently out of stock. Whew. Not as much as you thought. Not a million dollars. Okay. Right. Okay, well. I hope, we all hope that Miranda and Sarah out there are listening to this show 
because Disney has a new Star Wars sipper. I'm done. I'm going to Disney. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is called the Patty Frog Sipper, and it has just debuted in Galaxy's Edge. The Patty Frogs were featured in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, where Jabba the Hutt keeps them in little aquariums before eating them. (laughs) So now you can find the Patty Frog Sipper at Rondo Roster with a drink inside of it for $17.49. And then you can go home and sip out of it as you do a Mandalorian marathon. There you go. Okay, so seventeen forty nine is not forty five dollars. Like no, it's not. No, it's not. It actually is a cute little sipper if you haven't seen it yet. And I don't like frogs, so you don't like frogs. But I know how Jabba the Hutt is. I mean, I know who he is. And so when it said that, I was like, I know who that is because I don't know. You're like, wait a minute, I know. Or you could also drink it while in December of next year. When you're watching the book of Boba, Boba, Boba Fett, it's a new series coming out. We're so excited. Or you could, you could plan a Star Wars marathon at Walker Theater and, yes, drink, out of, and drink out of your Patty Frog Zipper cup. Or you could just drink out of it whenever you want because it's Patty Frog Zipper and it's Star Wars. Is and anybody watching the movie that's coming out on Christmas Day? The Soul movie? Soul? Yeah. We're hoping to, the condo that we stay at doesn't have... Um, we're going to try to use a hotspot on one of our phones so that we can watch it. We will most it. likely watch it, but we're not going to go all out and go to the Walker Theater because it's Christmas. <laughs> I, I can only do so much, people. I'm going to get up in the morning and watch it because that's the only time I'll have time to watch it. Oh, I'm sorry. I did watch Mulan a couple weeks ago, and I liked Mulan. Yes. Even though it didn't have the songs and stuff in it, I really liked it. That was amazing. That was an amazing movie. Yeah. It was well done. They did an amazing job. Well, thank you, Gina and Margie for helping us bring the magical news from Disney as you like to do all the time. <laughs> if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you simply need to email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Instagram page, Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E, Black, underscore, Your Story Travel. And if you want to get into the Christmas spirit, be sure to listen to Friday's Christmas show as the Mousecapades hosts share their favorite Christmas memories and traditions. We hope that you will get to know each of us a little bit better by listening to that show. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. Merry Christmas and see you real soon. Have a magical Christmas, my friends.